Hello everyone, welcome to Tea Time Reports. This is Trevor here. I'm doing a nice little solo episode uh, reviewing the TV series Hannibal. Uh, this show is one of my favorites and I would just like to briefly take a little pause here and apologize for the cricket that is outside my fucking window. This guy has not left me alone for, God, four weeks. Like, the same cricket. It's outside the same window for, like, it's been weeks, bro. And he's chilling, so he's having a good time and you know, when I wake up at 2 a.m., you know, and he, uh, all I hear is that fucking cricket, I, I kind of crash out slightly, if you will. Um, but at the same time, it's all good. Uh, moving forward, <laughs> sorry for that brief little pause there. This is one of my favorite shows um, probably ever. It's in my top 10 for sure. This show, again, is called Hannibal. It aired... F- from 2013 to 2015, it has an average tomato meter of 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and an average audience score of 94% on Rotten Tomatoes as well. Um, it was on NBC. Uh, premiere date was April 4th, 2013. It's a crime kind of thriller, um, but at the same time, it is about Hannibal Lecter. And it is one of my like most like favorited creative shows. It's so unique and different in how they... Um, operate not only the camera work, but the sound, uh, the music, the individual performances in this uh, series are just absolutely fantastic, in my personal opinion. You have Lawrence Fishburne, who's playing Dr. Jack Crawford, and he is fantastic. Lawrence Fishburne is one of the best character actors of all time. He makes characters his own. He's able to captivate, but also kind of create his own vibe. And whenever he's on the screen, you're just like, okay, damn, that's, you know, that's Jack fucking Crawford. Like with Lawrence Fishburne, like he just kind of seems to like enthrall himself, throw himself into the role and become that character. And I think he just does it well. And I, I, this whole, this whole series, the, the one thing I'll say about it is that it's very like almost elegant, even though it's about really gruesome murders and shit, like Everyone that's, like, kind of living, like, the main cast, I guess you can say, is living a relatively high-end kind of life. Nice suits, nice clothes, nice cars, nice homes or apartments, always grubbing, um, on exquisite dinners, and, you know, kind of stuff like that. But Mads Mikkelsen, I'd like to talk about him for a brief moment here. He is Dr. Hannibal Lecter in this um, series, and if you don't know who this is, he played the villain in Doctor Strange, can't remember his name, the guy that was trying to, f- uh, free Dormammu, um, but he was also in a movie called The Hunt. He's one of the, if not the best Danish actor to ever live. Um, he is incredibly, not mysterious, but he just casts this aura of vagueness around some of these characters, because he was in um, Casino Royale, the first Daniel Craig James Bond movie, and he was the best villain out of all the Daniel Craig James Bond films. Um, Very unique character, because his eye bleeds, and, uh, you know, the whole movie is kind of based around a poker table, so it's very cool to kind of see his mannerisms, kind of, it's almost like he drew some from that character as well, but in this series, he's incredibly serious, intelligent, grammatically correct, almost perfect. He's like almost like a perfect fucking guy. And it's just weird. Not like perfect as in, oh, that's what you would want type shit. But I'm just saying like his house is fucking perfectly clean. Utensils are 
perfectly organized, OCD out the fucking ass. Granted, I do have OCD, but not the kind of OCD this guy has. And it's just really interesting to see because I really loved the Red Dragon trilogy starring Edward Norton and Anthony Hopkins. You know, Silence of the Lambs, The Red Dragon, and Hannibal. That trilogy is really interesting. Uh, Also starring Gary Oldman. Um, And then kind of tying that into this. um, Because they used those movies and obviously the books as, as as a guideline. And then they kind of took this its own direction with really kind of artsy shots really cool cinematography and symbolism, and really in-depth analysis on just human behavior. Like, this is a really... This is criminal minds on fucking crack. Like, gee shit. Like, if you're into that kind of psychological aspect of human behavior and um, mannerisms and, and um, you know, decision-making and just the whole thought process behind being a human... If you're into that, I guess you can say like the the ins and outs of 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 uh, uh, like of your brain and why people do the things they do. This is the show for you. They go so in depth on just decision making to perspective to to the motives to the the chase scenes of these serial killers, um, and and it gets really fucking crazy. Um, Mads Michelson is. It's just so hard to say because there's so many great, you know, pieces regarding, you know, the cast that make this just such a special, special project. And um, it did only go on for three seasons, but at the same time, that's all that it needed. It wasn't canceled. I mean, if you look at the actual critical consensus and ratings of each season of this show, I'm talking the first season as, as, eh, excuse me, tongue-tied today. But it's at a 82% on the Rotten Tomatoes meter. And then the second season is at a 98% on the Rotten Tomatoes meter. And the third season is on a 98% as well. Each season is averaging around 13 to 14 episodes. And they're about an hour long each. Uh, The camera work is gorgeous. Everything about this project was put together in just just a... Not only just a professional way, but just a very artistic and you know, very thought out way to where you actually can appreciate the attention to detail. Um, and Hugh Dancy as Will Graham. I just want to talk about him for a second as well, really quickly. And then I'd like to go on to some of the actresses that I thoroughly enjoyed in this series as well. But Hugh Dancy plays William Graham. And if you don't know who William Graham is, it's pretty much a guy that he has this ability not a superhero ability, but he's able to think like the sociopaths he's chasing. And I'm not talking like, oh, Blue's Clues type shit, where he can like kind of figure the case out um, on a dime. This guy actually has to go into a meditative state to actually see how the crime was committed and why. So he can understand the motive and understand the actual thought process behind why these sociopaths are doing what they're doing. Why did this guy make a reindeer out of 15 teenage girl bodies? Why did this guy kill couples in hotels across the country and then cut the skin off his back and grapple himself up like an angel in a barn? He's trying to see why people are doing shit like that. And he has like he has to go into a meditative state to put himself quite literally in their shoes 
to envision himself committing the crimes he is investigating. So I just thought that that in itself was a fucking, just a, a mind fuck and, and a shattering of the fourth wall. And I just thought that Hugh Dancy portraying this guy that wants to be good and make all the right decisions, but his brain and his body are just telling him and doing other things. Um, and then when he, you know, sadly comes across a master sociopath in Hannibal Lecter, he just takes advantage of William and just just kind of ruins him in, in all the senses that you can imagine. And I don't want to spoil this show. I know I typically, during my reviews, I kind of go into the spoilers and um, and to, you know, some of the in-depth, you know, scenes and, and, I guess, transitions and sequences in the series or film that I'm discussing. But I just kind of wish to hope to, to captivate you enough with just the details and some of the some of the actual opinions that I have on just some of the the aspects of this project and this series because I thought it was very underrated for the time. Um, I don't think enough people saw it when it came out. But shout out to Hugh Dancy, Mads Mikkelsen, Lawrence Fishburne, great performances. Those are the big three in this show, and they've been the big three in this story since the trilogy. Not as much in the trilogy, I noticed, because if you actually um, look, you know, it's it's different. It's varied, but it, it is prevalent that Jack Crawford, Hannibal Lecter, and Will Graham are a genuinely, you know, prevalent characters and important ones at, at, at least um, to this story slash franchise. And it's actually interesting. I talked about a Michael Mann movie um, Collateral. I did a review on that a couple episodes prior. Hopefully you guys check that out. Michael Mann did the first Hannibal film in the 80s and it was fucking terrible. It was awful. I mean, I watched it and I had to like legitimately like, I guess, step out for a minute after. Like it was bad. Like it was cheesy, corny, shot horribly in my opinion. It just aged bad. Um, I don't even know if it was good when it came out in those kind of in that kind of perspective, when that movie came out in like, you know, 82, you know, oh, what did people actually experience back then? Because we're all the way in the future and, you know, it's obviously aged since then. So it may have been good back then, but it's really not good now. But moving on to some of the actresses that I really appreciated in this mo- in this uh, TV show, excuse me. Um, there's three big ones that I, I you know, I, I talked about three actors and there's three actresses here that kind of really took helm uh, of their characters that I thought were prevalent and incredibly important to the story. Uh, Caroline Devranas, uh, as Dr. Alana Bloom, she is not only gorgeous, but genuinely really good at acting. Like, really fucking good. Like, she captivates me as Alana Bloom. She's intuitive, curious, always kind of pushing the story further. And that's an important piece because she is very, very important. She's one of those bigger characters of the show. And she's very important to Will Graham, but also kind of a legitimate liability to him um, in levels that you'll understand later on. But when, you know, she is on scene, legitimate decisions are being made and accurate ones. And she's making, she's calling the right calls and she's, asking the right questions. She's a good character that, you know, you would actually side with and agree with, in my personal opinion. Or, you know what, maybe not. I can't speak for anyone, but me, in my personal opinion, I actually did side with, 
you know, her perspectives as well as her just advice to situations. I'm like, okay, that's common sense. Let's listen to, let's listen to Bloom here. Let's get to Bloom. All right, come on. Um, but definitely shout out to Caroline uh, Devranis. I, I, I don't know if I'm butchering that last name and I apologize if I am. Um, next actress of this project that was very shocking from, excuse me, uh, I think it was Haunted House, not Haunted House ghost stories or something like that, but Gillian Anderson uh, plays Bedella du Maria, uh, and she is actually Dr. Hannibal's uh, therapist, or psychologist, if you will, and she is probably the only person that knows what Dr. Hannibal Lecter really is, because he kind of did something to create and gain leverage over her so that he could continue to seek out professional advice as well as seek out actual therapy because he's a sociopath. And, and let me just say this, y'all. Just listen to the words. And, the, and let me just say thing, this. The dialogue in this is amazing. It's clever. It's witty. Short, sweet, but also incredibly intuitive and intelligent. You're not getting any just extra lines like, Oh, fire! The control panels are down! You know, like those extra kind of lines or, or get down, get to cover. Like, no, like there's genuinely no bullshit. Like you actually need to be paying attention to kind of fully understand the story. But definitely shout out to Gillian or Gillian Anderson. Um, really enjoyed her performance. She was very professional um, and also kind of like a zombie. Like she was dead. Like she had no soul. And you could just feel it because she's been traumatized, but she's still trying to push through just life itself. You know, she's a very strong person to to overcome what she overcame. Um, and, and, and once you learn what that is, you'll definitely, uh, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about for sure. And then another actress here, a little bit of a sleeper. I don't think I've seen her in much, if anything at all. Um, Hetian Park. Uh, as Beverly Katz, very, very, very awesome character. One of the few that actually just cut the shit and was just trying to get answers. And, you know, very intuitive and smart, uh, incredibly intelligent and always like predicted the next move and was always helpful to Will Graham uh, when she could. And when Will Graham would allow it, Will Graham is a difficult character. He's very unstable and emotional, so he's very hard to work with and deal with. Um, but Dr. Jack Crawford is trying to keep him in line to catch these murderers because to Jack, it's it's about catching the killers. It's not about uh, Will Graham's mental health. And you'll see how much he uses Will Graham to get what he wants, which is you know, maybe what you could say more stats on the, you know, caught serial killer front for the FBI, but it's also, I feel like, more of a hero god complex for Jack Crawford, and Lawrence Fishburne plays that perfectly, because, you know, there's a point in this series where he learns that he can't do anything at all to help the person that he holds most dear, and he kind of has to let that slide and slip, and it's just a very, very fulfilling show. It's a very intuitive and captivating show. It's fucked up. It's interesting. There's twists and creative arcs. It's a very, very intellectual and higher grade criminal minds or true detective, in my opinion. I own the hard copy of this show because 
I just had to. Mads Michelson delivers probably his career performance. Lawrence Fishburne had fun, and you can just fucking see it. Um, Hugh Dancy as Will Graham. Again, probably his career performance. Um, And then again, you got to just shout out to NBC with another banger. They just know what they're doing, um, and they write well. And, you know, maybe not as of late, but... This is one of those shows in the past 15, 20 years that has actually been so fucking good. And if you haven't seen it, you should. If you liked Vikings or like, um, I, I guess if you're into Badland, into the bad, into the Badlands, excuse me, like those shows are similar in like writing and structure, but like a whole different theme, topic, and vibe. If that makes any sense. So, if you're into those kind of wacky. I guess, really fictional tales, but also have like a speck of realism to them, but also capture the human emotion and experience. This is the show for you. And, you know, if I'm going to give this a rating, I, you know, I'm probably going to wind up giving it a solid eight and a half, maybe even a nine out of 10. The first season was really fucking fire. You get introduced to the characters, you understand the storyline, you understand, you know, what's going to be fucking going forward, or at least you think. Um, You get a sense of vagueness, but also a sense of, like, as a viewer, you just want to fucking find out. You want to know, Um, and you'll know what I mean, because there's so many question marks um, towards, you know, the beginning of the show, obviously, and you're so enthralled in the story that you want them to be answered immediately. Um, but the second season is where it just gets kind of fucking insane, but also it is the best season for sure. And then in my opinion, and it's weird that this has the similar rating to the second season on Rotten Tomatoes, is the third season was a little bit of a drop-off. Um, but at the same time, I thought it was still entertaining, and it, you know, Mads Michelson still delivered a consistent performance. Everyone in the show was fantastic. There was not a bad performance in the show. And I thought that that was probably a really you know, bright spot of the show as well, that the acting was on point, the storyline was amazing, the dialogue is just damn near perfect at this point because of the situations these people are in, and um, there's, I'll say this, Mads Michelson as as Dr. Hannibal Lecter goes up to Jack Crawford and he's like, hey, uh, I'd love to have you and your wife for dinner, and he's like, oh, anytime, and it's just like, damn, bro, he's literally eating people and shit. And you just got to watch out for patterns and just pay attention to the dialogue, especially with uh, William Graham. You want to catch what he's saying. He's incredibly smart and he's a step ahead, but he doesn't always quite know it. Um, And you'll enjoy that aspect. And you also enjoy the aspect of, you know, kind of the different killers and, you know, how they're not always just cut off after one episode, that there's a drag over, there's an effect, there's a domino effect to some of these consequences and decisions that William Graham, the main character, is making. And you kind of go into this thinking that Dr. Hannibal Lecter is going to be the main character, but he isn't. He's more of that kind of antagonist that is heavily involved, but also has just an insane amount of influence over the main character, William Graham. And I'm glad that that was how it was kind of, not structured, but written, if you will. Because it just, it, it made it more interesting to see people playing fucking puppets and you don't know whoever's going to come out on top because everyone's fucking insane or just way too smart for their own good in this show and it's just 
incredibly interesting, but also at the same time, it's one of those TV series that, you know, it's too short, but it's also perfect. You know, like three seasons, you're thinking, oh, did it get canceled? No, it was just one of those shows where it wasn't meant to be long, and they got what they wanted and what they needed to get out there, and especially on the screen, they got it out. They were able to tell their story in an efficient way. And I think, you know, some of the shorter series um, shows, obviously, are, are a little better sometimes because they're not trying to fucking make 12 seasons or 24 seasons of NCIS. They're really trying to to build a little bit of a foundation block in that first season, explode in that second season, and then that third or fourth sometimes will get the kind of the build up to the close. And I, I appreciate that format, especially with an interesting plotline and story. I think that's always a big factor is how good is the writing and is the writing for the writing good? And what I mean by that is the dialogue for the story that they just wrote good. Are they going to be able to layer this film? Are they going to be able to create those walls of curiosity and, 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 and all those things that are just so important and crucial to filmmaking to keep an audience enthralled but also invested in characters as well as the story? You don't want a bland story to draw you out and drag you on in the film. You want it to tell the, what it needs to tell and what it has to tell for it to all make sense in an efficient time frame to where you're not getting 25 extra minutes of just bullshit. And, and that's what I appreciate about this show, to where it's doesn't, it doesn't have those filler episodes, it doesn't have any bullshit like that, it's genuinely all the way through, clean cut, and the editing, let me say this about the editing in the show, it is superb. Like, the, the soundtrack composition with some of the actual transitions and sequences in this show are just fantastic. Like, the music dropping out of, out of, uh, out of the ability to hear, I can't hear the music when this guy's throat gets slit, like, gets slit, um, shit like that. It just makes it eerie, and, and it builds it up more, and it makes you kind of, you know, cringe, or, you know, you have a little shivel down your spine, or, or something. You know what I'm saying? You get the goosebumps, you get the wiggles, whatever. It creeps you out, you feel something, you get a reaction, and that's important, in my personal opinion, especially in a TV show, because... TV shows should be so fucking good because think about the amount of time they have to tell their story. They have seasons, potentially, if they're good. But if you're, you know, questioning if your story or your pilot's not going to work, it's probably not, you know. You want to have confidence and you want to have a good story in front of you laid out and in a proper format so that it's structured properly so that people are able to understand it as well as follow it and not just get lost in the sauce with, you know, 27 seasons of NCIS, or, you know, the it's always sunny in Philadelphia needed to stop about four seasons ago, but they're still, you know, kind of going on. But it's just one of those things where don't drag it out. Get your story told in the way you want it, in the way you want it shown. And it shouldn't take that long. It really shouldn't, depending on the story. I mean, I'm not talking about let's fucking make a Gothica epic. I'm straight up saying, like, it, this is Hannibal Lecter. It's a finite story. Like, there's only so much you can do. Um, because he eventually gets caught. And he eventually gets, you know, what, what's coming to him. So it's just one of those things where you kind of just have to sit back and enjoy it. And it is a roller coaster ride for sure. But I really hope that you guys tune into Hannibal yourselves. It should be available on Amazon Prime for free, if I'm not mistaken. And if you know me personally, let me know if you want to borrow the hard copy of the entire series. I got you. 
Definitely follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Tea Time Reports. We will have a bunch of new content coming out this weekend. We'll be at the Rowdies game and stuff like that. And it's going to be one of those things. So we really appreciate everyone's support and everyone for tuning in. And I really hope you guys enjoy this review of Hannibal. So thank you very much and check it out for yourselves. Take care.